Rational discussion, common sense, open debate. RCR, Reality Check Radio with Paul Brennan. So there's been a lot of talk here at RCR over the period of time we've been broadcasting about the Therapeutic Products Bill. We've had numerous people on talking about it in the run-up to this legislation passing. We've covered a public meeting or two um, that has attracted quite a bit of attention on this subject. And now we understand that the bill has passed. It went through its third reading in Parliament just a week or so ago. So to talk about where we are at with the Therapeutic Products Bill now, I want to welcome Barbara Roberts, pharmacist and homeopath to RCR. Barbara, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Happy to okay. Talk about- Where are we at? Um, I know in the lead up, there was huge concern from the industry that uh, people would be forced out of business, that there would be a huge constriction of of availability of, of certain uh, therapeutic goods, etc. Okay. In the wash up now, where are we at? Well, they have passed the bill, and with, they had over 6,000 uh, submissions, which is a huge number, most of them from a concern about the natural health products. And some of the concerns have been addressed, so they're not going to um, restrict spices like turmeric or cinnamon, uh, which can have a therapeutic products that will still, um, therapeutic purpose, that will still come under the Foods Act. Um, and they have added this clause about wrong or Māori, which protects wrong or practitioners um, and, and gives them the ability to manufacture their products and, um, and sell them to their own clients um, without restriction. Um, unfortunately... Wait on, can I just ask a question? Is that actually fair? I get it why that has been allowed, because it would be politically untenable to to stop that it'd be seen as culturally inappropriate and probably racist so i get that but does that give them a special pass compared to everyone else yeah i guess you could say that because any other traditional modality like traditional chinese medicine um ayurvedic medicine um our western herbal medicine that doesn't get the same pass so it's racist Essentially, if you want to boil it down to a definition, I'm not trying to be controversial, but, you know, in the end, you're allowing one group by mere fact of their culture and race to be allowed to do something that others are not allowed to do, exercising the same rights, you'd think. Yeah, they're trying to uphold the Treaty of Waitangi and are discriminating against people who use other traditional modalities. Okay. Okay. Noted. So, sorry to interrupt. Carry on. Where were we at? Uh, They, um, well, that... it's going to restrict other um, other modalities and it's going to increase the costs. Um, and that's one of the, the major concerns. Um, they, while they say that it's not going to cost the taxpayer, um, anybody who is using the products um, will be paying for that. Um, they, the regulator will be passing on any costs, they'll be auditing and there's no... Um, an, the companies are going to have to pass it on. So, sorry, they're, they're making a virtue out of it, not costing the taxpayer anything. Is that what they're doing? Well, that, that's what they have said. Um, Who cares? Who cares? It's, it's a falsity anyway. The taxpayer paid $500 million for rat tests, five, half a billion. Who yeah. cares? Okay. Yeah. And they're going to have to set up a, um, an office and staff and everything. So it is going to cost the taxpayer at the of course beginning. Of it is. Um, yeah. And if we can potentially lose um, products because Solgar is a company that um, is a large supplement company in the States, 
they're not in Australia because of their, their Therapeutic Goods Administration. It's too much red tape, too much cost, so they just don't have any products there. They're currently in New Zealand, but if we're a small market, they could just pull out and yeah. then we're, we're going to lose some of those products. And anything we do keep will increase in cost. And at this point in time with the cost of everything going up, it's not really something we want to add, um, add to uh, that. I read um, some of the uh, third reading um, introduction from the Minister of Health from the parliamentary website. She seems very comfortable about what she's doing. Yeah. Um, when I made my submission, I um, noted that none of the members of the um, Health Select Committee had any qualification in natural health. They have a great understanding of medicines. There were um, uh, doctors and people with a lot of time and, um, and public health and a lot of knowledge there, but not about the what we do as natural health practitioners, our, um, our nutrition consultants, our naturopaths, our homeopaths, our traditional Chinese medicine therapists. And so they just don't understand what um, how it works. And, and I think that's, that's apparent in the bill and the way that they're restricting things. Um, and they haven't listened and some of the, as a homeopath, they've restricted some of the remedies that we use um, and they, they didn't listen to our submissions at all. So you said 6,000 submitted. Is that what you said, the, the number that you, or, or in that ballpark? Yeah. And the, yeah. most of them were against what they, the bill was proposing, but they didn't listen. No, they, they, you can read the breakdown of the submissions and there were, no, sorry, 16,000 um, oh, were, okay. um, were individuals, but um, about 6,000 were substantive comments, so right. they had a lot of extra um, things written about it. Most of those were about the natural health products, um, and um, and they certainly haven't, um, haven't addressed the concerns that I raised or that many of the other practitioners What, what were the concerns that you raised then that they haven't addressed? Um about the homeopathic products themselves um, yeah. and the, the ones that they're restricting, um, the way that um, the regulator has um, no sort of oversight and there isn't, they don't have to have any qualifications in, in natural health. They have added that they need to make sure they have some um, Māori um, Matauranga Māori knowledge or representation in their committees, but they, anything that the committees um, suggest is not binding. Uh, and um, also that they can just take decisions from overseas and implement them in New Zealand. Um, so uh, that's, that's a concern for me. That is that referring can... to the Australian experience, is it? Um, yeah, with Australia and also some of the, the WHO um, recommendations could oh, be a okay. problem with what's yeah. going on there. And oh, not just... them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So um, do, did you get the feeling that you're just going through a process so someone could say we had a process? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And they've sped the whole thing up and um, the comments um, on uh, from the select committee, um, National and ACT both point out that there were reports commissioned that they didn't get access to. Um, they're supposed to come into the select committee so that they can discuss them and make their recommendations and they didn't wait for them um, and they had to put their report out. So it's it, the whole process was rushed. Yeah, what is the position? I haven't heard so much of National ACT 
I've heard Winston because I, I attended a public meeting where he actually got up and spoke about this. So I know what he thinks, and and I'm expecting a pile on now because everyone will say, "Well, why are you always talking about Winston?" But he was there. He said a few things at the meeting I went to. But what about the other political parties? Uh, presumably, they did have representation on these select on the select committee. That's right. And both National um, and ACT have said in the report from the Select Committee that they do not support um, the Therapeutic Products Bill. Okay, um, so it could be undone by them if they if they get over the line, let's say. So that's a possibility that they will repeal it um, or an, amend it um, and or just remove the natural health products from the bill. Um, and that's a, that's a possibility. Um well, you know, because of the game you're in, is there, and I haven't heard it, is there some sort of tsunami of injuries coming from therapeutic products that have been used inappropriately or wrongly in this country? I haven't heard, I hear plenty of ram raids, plenty of ram raids going on, but I haven't heard of this huge epidemic, plenty of people dying from vaccination, but I haven't heard anything of an epidemic of, of a problem from using these products. Is there any problem? The risk is really, really low. The so why the big furore then? Control, maybe. Okay. Well, um, that's all that you're left with, right? It is. Uh, they, the last time there was um, an issue they um, with a supplement, um, Artemisia um, Annua, they, there were reports of liver damage and they reclassified a therapeutic, um, a herbal product as a medicine and that removed it from sale basically. Okay, so done. Sort done. But, well, yeah, it, it made it impossible to access it for the people who could have benefited, um, but it removed any risk of harm. Um, one of the things that I suggested or um, in my submission was asking a way to restrict products to qualified practitioners. So if there is a risk of harm like yeah. that, major annual with liver damage, you restrict it to a naturopaths who know what they're doing and make it in conjunction with testing for, for liver um, function. And so that way you're reducing the potential risk of harm and making sure that qualified practitioners can still access products that are really effective and can really help people that wasn't wasn't listened to so you they know, don't trust people like you fundamentally i think you're right they don't trust us is there an arrogance from the pharmaceutical industrial medical complex towards people like you there's a lack of understanding and um i think natural health products don't make enough money to um to warrant the same kind of lobbying and um yeah but you know yeah. when people lobby you know when you're being lobbied yeah and you know what they're trying to get one over you are these people dumb or something you can still filter that out can't you if you're a logical clear-eyed thinking person and you're there for the public good you would think yeah um, some of it, I think they just don't believe in, in the natural health products or don't understand or see the, the benefits. I went through pharmacy school. We really didn't learn a lot about natural health. Um, there yeah. isn't time in that. I think the doctors um, at medical schools the same. And certainly once you're out practising as a doctor or a pharmacist or a nurse, you don't have a lot of time. There's a huge amount of pressure on our system. Um, and 
And it's a whole other field to learn about natural health products. And some of them have got a completely different sort of worldview. Um, so you need a lot to learn a lot about Also, that. you know, no one likes competition. <laughs> <laughs> Follow yeah. the money. Yeah. Just saying. Okay, so what's your overview of where it's at at the moment? And, and how is the sector, your colleagues and people in your sector feeling right now? We're feeling pretty, you know, um, disappointed. Just the speed at which it's gone through. Um, there is there is plans for a petition to come out now that it's, um, and that will be to um, repeal the um, the act to remove the natural health products from this bill, just so that we've got the um, the access reduced, keep the costs what is at the moment, and and not increase. Um, the, the regulation and um, that doesn't need because the risk isn't there and um, so we're while we're all disappointed you know it's it's not going to stop us practicing um, homeopathy practicing naturopathy doing what we do um, and we'll be making sure that we're still able to support people um, the, to the best we can. Okay is there anything more to say about the therapeutic products Bill anything more you've got to say or any final thoughts on that? Well, the only other thing which I haven't touched on is um, this also regulates cell phone diagnostic technology. So it's opened oh. up the um, medical um, technologies and to regulate that. And that's going to be really interesting what the impact is because while currently we've got things like um, your devices for checking your blood sugar your blood pressure devices all regulated but if it's covering cell phone diagnostic technology that could be things like the free mole map um, apps that you can get that will scan your moles and say whether it may or may not be cancerous and maybe you should go see your doctor yeah for women it could include things like the period tracking apps that can tell them when their period is due but it also can tell you when your fertile time is and when you're ovulating and that is potentially diagnostic so we actually don't know how that is going to be regulated um and whether they will change do anything about it so i hadn't heard about that so that's there's been talk about regulating it has there it's been added to the oh. bill Oh, okay. Added cell phone diagnostic. Because they're technically a therapeutic product in a way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's it's a completely new field. Um, I know one of Axe's concerns with that was that it will stifle innovation um, if there's going to be more um, more red tape and, and hoops to jump through. All right. Well, that's, um, that's fascinating to hear from what you are the front line, after all, pharmacist, homeopath. Tell me how is business for homeopaths i imagine it's growing all the time is it yeah it's it's busy um there's there's so we do look at such a broad range of things and um and there's a lot of scope a lot of um time when people aren't getting help from the um traditional conventional medicine and so they're looking outside and and homeopathy always um yeah ends up there we have oh. a saying, which is, tried everything else, try homeopathy. <laughs> yeah, well, I know a few people have benefited. I can tell you that. So, okay, yeah. Barbara Roberts, pharmacist and homeopath, thanks for coming on RCR. Oh, thank you very much for having me. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.